The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Everyone wants to be happy. Some make New Year's resolutions because they want to be happy. They want to, that in December they would look back on this past year and say, 2024 was a happy year. Parents make all kinds of sacrifices for their children, hoping that their children will be happy. Maybe you wished others a happy New Year because you want others to be happy. We began reflecting last week on our efforts to find happiness because our search for happiness guides so many of the choices we make, just as it did those wise men who left their homes to search for and lay gifts before a newborn king in a foreign land. It's easy to imagine the wise men as having come from some very comfortable homes, surrounded with all sorts of pleasures everything needed for happiness. They were able to give our Lord a gift of gold after all, and when you can give a gift of gold, then things at home are going well. You see, it's possible to be surrounded with all kinds of pleasures and entertainment and still want more. It's possible to have everything needed for happiness and still be unsatisfied. I think this is exactly what happened with the wise men. They could have sent messengers in their place, so they could have stayed at home, but that's not what they did. It seems that the wise men wanted something more than the comforts of a happy home. So they set out in search of a savior, not knowing how long the search would take. 
And when they finally found the newborn king, they didn't just find happiness or pleasure. We're told they were overwhelmed with joy. Pleasure, happiness, and joy, these are three different kinds of well-being. Pleasure comes through our senses. It's easy to, to find pleasure for yourself or to share it with others. Go watch a movie or take a hike and enjoy God's creation, and you'll find pleasure. Happiness comes through the mind, and it can be made, too. Build deep relationships, learn a new skill, or join a club, and hopefully you'll find happiness. Pleasure and happiness were made by God. They're good, but they also have limits. They come, and very quickly they can go. Joy is different, though. Joy can't be bought or made. Joy comes through the soul, and because our souls were made for things eternal, only an encounter with God, the Eternal One, only by finding our Lord as the wise men did, can we find joy. So following the example of those wise men, we're on a search too. We come here looking to meet our Savior so that we too would be overwhelmed with joy. If you remember back to you, the study you did for your confirmation, you may recall how joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, a free gift from God. Joy is a gift, but it's not like the gifts we exchanged with loved ones a few weeks back. The gift we receive from God for joy is an invitation to participate in his joy. In the Bible, there's all kinds of examples of people receiving a call or an invitation from God. Today, we heard about Samuel. And we're told that at the end, we were told at the end of the first reading about how God, uh, God let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. I believe a key part in finding joy is being heard. No one enjoys being ignored. Parents work hard and teachers work hard to have children listen to them. Relationships fail when someone is not heard. Everyone, it seemed, listened to Samuel. They may not always have followed the wisdom of his advice, but they listened. What he had to say mattered to people. That's a key ingredient for joy, for sure, but it wasn't always like that for Samuel. First, he had to respond to a call, an invitation from God to share in God's joy and work, and that did not come automatically. At first, Samuel, he knew he was being called, but he didn't recognize it was God who had been calling him. He thought it was someone else. There was an obstacle that prevented him from receiving God's gift of joy. It literally kept him up at night and a few others around him. The major obstacle between Samuel and Joy was himself. Before receiving the joy of being heard by others, Samuel had to first listen for God. He had to have the attitude needed to respond, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. When joy is hard to find, it's easy to start blaming the circumstances we might find ourselves in. We say, might say, joy is hard to find because I don't have 
the right bank balance or the right house or the right job or the right relationships or the right health. You see, this is what's robbing me of joy. Circumstances certainly can hold us back from receiving happiness and pleasure, no doubt. But circumstances are temporary. They come and they go. They quickly can change. Joy, though, isn't found in circumstances that can change. It's found in eternal things. And so our search for joy might start within ourselves. First, by admitting that the biggest obstacle between us and joy could be ourselves. Because we know that God offers his gift of joy to everyone. He doesn't hold it back. That'd be kind of mean. No, if we're not finding joy, maybe we're in the same spot as Samuel, needing to be better at listening and at responding correctly. So we come here. We might come here to ask God to reveal how our hearts may need some changing so that we would listen to God and even recognize his call. Maybe we come here to ask God to help us to stop blaming the circumstances in our lives for our lack of joy. We might come here to ask God to reveal how we're called to respond to his invitation for joy. And so this week in our prayer, that might be what we do. Ask our God to reveal how our hearts might grow, might open up to hear the call that God has for us so that we would have a share in his joy. God of all joy, we, your people, gather here in your presence, asking that we would truly hear you. When the circumstances in our life prevent us from receiving happiness or pleasure, may we be reminded that we were made for joy. That is to be our goal. This prayer we make in the name of Jesus our Lord. Amen.